Welcome to the Marketing God Podcast, where we provide insights and knowledge to assist you in reaching and engaging with more people. Together, as we apply marketing insights to your good work, we hope to help more people know you, turn to you, and ultimately become loyal to God. This is week number one, and the week's topic is getting started with foundational concepts. Today, our focus is on evangelization and marketing, and works with truth number 28 in the book Marketing God. Introducing your marketing strategist, author, and guide on this journey, Donna A. Heckler. Hello, today's topic is evangelization. And this comes from Truth 28 in the book, Marketing God. The title of that truth is, Marketing and Evangelization are Connected but Distinct. Let me start by admitting that I was terrified to write this chapter and quite honestly even share this podcast. Why? Because I did not see myself as an expert in evangelization by a long shot. So why should I say anything about the connection between the two? I understand marketing. That's my expertise. But it was a Bible verse that caused me to be confident, not just in the writing of the truth, but in talking about it. In fact, talking about it all the time now. The Bible verse we use in the book, and I'll read it here, is from John 21.6. And it says, He said to them, cast the net to the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in for the quantity of fish. When I heard that Bible verse, I thought, yes, that is how I think about evangelization and marketing. Marketing helps you know which side of the boat you need to fish off of. It helps you know which lure you're going to use. Are you going to use a worm or are you going to use crickets? And evangelization helps you then bring in this enormous quantity of fish. Marketing has a role. It's a very specific role. And that's what I thought we would explore a bit today. So I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to jump right into the deep end of this pond And I'm going to do that by sharing how I see marketing and evangelization working together. And stay with me, because I know this feels awkward. But to an extent, I see marketing and evangelization working together much the same way that marketing and sales work together in the corporate world, in corporate America. I know, yikes, right? The idea of that comparison is just hard. But please hear me out. In the corporate world, marketing starts everything off by understanding the audience. Who are we talking to and what matters to them? Marketing then plays a role in helping to create awareness, helping people to know the brand name and know the promise that can be a solution for whatever they are challenged with. People don't always learn all the details from marketing. That's not necessarily the point of it, but they become familiar. They have a bit of an understanding. The advantage of successful marketing is that it then opens a door for sales to go on in and close the deal, right? So when there's strong marketing in the beginning, 
The audience has enough knowledge to have a good conversation or discussion and ultimately make a solid decision that will be beneficial to them. When I speak about the idea of marketing and evangelization, I have a picture that I love to use because I think it captures the essence of what I'm trying to convey so well. So we're going to try and imagine that picture here. Imagine the front door of a house and there's a little small sidewalk that leads from the front door of that house to the gate of a white picket fence, a white picket fence that encloses the yard. Two people are unlocking the fence's gate. They're getting ready to walk up the path to that front door. What we don't see in the picture are the people's faces. So we don't know their expressions. Are they excited? Are they concerned? Are they fearful? Are they joyful? Because we don't see them, we do not know from the picture what awaits them behind the front door of that house. Does the person in the house know they're coming? How will the person respond when they arrive? What if the two people unlocking that gate and getting ready to walk up that sidewalk? What if they knew that the table was set and the people inside the house were waiting for them to arrive? Wouldn't we see their smiles and their enthusiasm as they approach the door? Isn't it so much easier to show up at a house if you know someone's expecting you? That's what good marketing does. It sets the table. It introduces the topic so that others can easily go on in and have the deeper, richer, and more meaningful conversation. Now let's imagine that that topic is our faith. Your ministry or your parish has done some marketing, so the people in the house have heard you, they've heard about you, they know what you are doing, and they're a little intrigued. The table has been set, and they are waiting for you on the other side of the door. When that is the case, and evangelization enters into the house for a deeper discussion on faith, they're warmly welcomed. Evangelization is something that we are all called to do. But for me, marketing prepares the way. It sets the table. It tells you where the fish are and what they're hungry for. Then those working in evangelization are better able to focus on our faith, to focus on the needs of that particular individual, and importantly, focus on the word of our Lord and bringing that word to those they are meeting. And that is why I say that evangelization and marketing are connected but distinct. Each has a very important role to play. And those roles, as we've laid out, are connected. However, marketing brings with it some very specific skills and tools that should pave the way for evangelizers to have much more meaningful conversations about our faith. I have a bias that one of the reasons why we've been losing so many people as a Catholic church, as a Catholic community, even as a parish, is that perhaps we've shied away from marketing as part of the equation. As we discussed in the second podcast, 
Catholic and faith-based people are really afraid of the words branded marketing. And as a result, we've removed those words from our lexicon. We're not using them. And as those words were removed, so were their meanings. And importantly, the resulting work, that resulting work of marketing, setting the table, setting us up to be able to go in and do a great job with evangelization. Evangelization efforts take so much additional work when marketing has not been there to pave the way. My hope is that marketing can help to introduce more and more people to your parish or to your ministry, that it enables you to reach more people and as you do that, you're able to evangelize them and bring them ever closer to God. Ask yourself as you reflect on this podcast, given your understanding of marketing so far, can you identify opportunities where marketing can support and pave the way for your evangelization efforts? I look forward to seeing all of you tomorrow. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for being here. We are so glad you listened in today. We invite you to join the Marketing God Facebook group, where we share additional tools, insights, and ideas with each other. Are you looking for even more insights? You can purchase the acclaimed book, Marketing God, online at your favorite Catholic bookstore or for larger quantities through publisher OSV.